Hi, everybody. <laughs> it's been a while. I've been gone the last two and a half weeks, uh, slowly moving mentally, physically, and emotionally to London, where I am now based. Um, but I'm excited to be back. Um, and today I'm going to be talking about revolution. Um, so a few days ago, some friends and I were playing a game called Birmingham Brass. Birmingham, like the city in the UK. The game is about, basically, you play as these captains of industry working during the Industrial Revolution to grow their empires. You are steel magnates and coal magnates, ceramic magnates. I didn't know those existed. I didn't know they were like big companies making ceramics, but apparently that was part of it in the Industrial Revolution. Anyway, um, this game, aside from being very fun and one which I lost quite badly, <laughs> um, reminded me about how terrible life was during the Industrial Revolution. I mean, like the art on the board for this board game, very effectively communicated how dark, smoggy, and kind of depressing the UK was during the Industrial Revolution. Contrast that with how I imagine it must have been 100 years before, with rolling green pastures and cows and little happy families roaming around. I mean, it wasn't perfect, certainly. There was disease and warlords, or I don't know, was there warlords in the UK? I guess there were like royals doing royal things. Um, but it was, seems like it was at least better than the Industrial Revolution. Um, and I think that a lot of technological revolutions have this same feature. Basically, they suck for the early generations that go through them that have to be part of the transition, but they're really great for the later generations that reap the benefits. So the Industrial Revolution, although it was pretty terrible for the people who were involved in the actual revolution, today I think we can thank that time for much of the innovation that allows us to live happy and healthy lives. And so it, this realization made me also think about the agricultural revolution, which actually has similar features. The agricultural revolution, where we went from hunter-gatherer tribes to farming communities, um, had great benefits for the later generations. You were able to specialize and become potters and blacksmiths, etc. Not everybody had to be constantly searching for food. But also those early generations that had to move from roaming the woods and eating a diverse nutritional diet. And apparently hunters and gatherers only worked 20% of the time. Pretty cool. Moving from that to the farm seems pretty sucky. <laughs> and, and from what I understand, it was basically only happened when you were captured by some larger agricultural tribe and were forced into labor. So that had basically the same features as the Industrial Revolution, which makes you think about today. What revolution are we going through today? And are we the 
early generations that are getting screwed by that revolution or will be screwed by the revolution or, or be the later generations that are reaping the benefits. So the first thought that comes to mind is that we are in the middle of the automation revolution. We are automating away our jobs. In fact, we're not in the middle of it. We're at the beginning of it. Um, although it's been happening for the last 30 or 40 years, it's going to accelerate greatly in the next 30 years. And a lot of jobs are going to be lost. And I mean, eventually it should even come for my job. You know, engineers should also be automated out of our jobs at some point in the next 30 or 40 years. The, that GPT-3 AI has been, has demonstrated that it can actually write code. If you tell it what kind of um, website you want to make, it can write a lot of the code needed for it. Pretty impressive. So a lot of us are going to lose our jobs. And in maybe two or three generations, folks are going to be celebrating that they don't have to go to work and like hunch over a computer all day um, and develop lower back pain. <laughs> but us folks who have jobs and place a lot of meaning in our jobs will be pretty upset as we lose them and we lose the meaning associated with it. In fact, it will probably be quite similar to how our ancestors transitioned from a farm to a factory. Um, another revolution that we may be just in the very beginning of is the data revolution. The data revolution, meaning right now we upload a lot of our lives into the cloud and we will upload more and more of our data into the cloud over the next 20 or 30 years. And we're starting to see the troubling consequences of this. Of, of course, there's a lot of benefits from it. This data will allow us to develop systems that can make better decisions um, and help us optimize our world so we can support a greater population, similar to how the agriculture revolution did the same thing. But we're, have to, we're going to have to get used to not having privacy. All these hacks that leak our personal identifying information um, and the kind of like quasi-hacks that Cambridge Analytica did to use our publicly available, in many cases, social uh, data to sway elections or to give us the perfect ads to get us to um, believe something. That kind of thing will continue and probably get worse. It just could be the case that in three or four generations, or maybe fewer generations than that, privacy just won't be an issue anymore. People won't be concerned about others thinking or knowing things about them that they don't want them to know. Of course, that, that's already been happening. I'm much more comfortable today seeing a photo of me online than I was 10 years ago. Um, and so perhaps this data revolution will, you know, provide a lot of benefits to our progeny. But will cause a lot of pain to us early generations as we lose all the privacy that we value. Anyway, what kind of revolution do you think we're going through? And do you think we are the generation getting screwed or the generation reaping the benefits?